fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. We are talking about uh, prayer points of Jesus or from Jesus for his people, disciples. And we talked extensively about a lot of things. We talked about how do we pray? What are the prayer points we can use? And we saw that the Lord's prayer that Jesus gave his disciples, they were not just only something we repeat. They are actually prayer structure. What do we pray about? What are the points we need to bring about when we want to pray in such a way that our Father in heaven will listen to us and listen and give us our request. And Jesus gave us the Lord's prayer as kind of a prayer pattern. And he says, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So we said, hallowed be your name. That's worship. Is the first priority in prayer. Is prayer points in worship. And your schedule must include worship. And he said, your kingdom come. We must pray about the gospel of the kingdom. God's kingdom established on the earth. And he said, your will be done. We must pray about the will of God for our lives for our home, for our future, for our career. Not just doing our own thing in life, but asking for his will. And when we do this, life can take on a new dimension entirely. And we also saw that the will of God, God wants all men to be saved and to come knowledge of the truth. That is the will of the Father. And they want all men to see Jesus, believe in him, and continue in him until the last day. So we pray that will of God. And we saw that also, he asked us to also pray, give us this deliberate. And that's praying for material provision, material needs that we have, good things we need for life, we can ask him. He said, if you be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. And so today we are going to the area of the next prayer point. It says, forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. You know, Jesus died for our sins on the cross and he gave up his life that he might secure forgiveness for us. He shed his blood and now he's made us righteous. And we are his people. But we are still human beings in this world. Our spirit, inner man, has been made righteous. But we still have our body and our mind that are not perfect yet. And so we still, some once in a while, fall into sin and mess up and do something wrong. But when that happens to us, we are not finished. Let's look at first chapter 2, verse 1. It says, my little children, these things are right to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Oh, I love that. Thank God for that. As Christians, we are not yet been able to live without doing anything wrong. We still have some failures, some moral missteps, and some mistakes that we do. And we, like James said, he said, many of us, we offend in many things. And we can do wrong things, we can say wrong words, we can act wrongly. Those moments, what do we do? Thank God there is forgiveness of sins. He said, forgive us our sins. So we should come to God for forgiveness. And remember that you should also learn to forgive others too. Christ was talking about, you must learn to see that the way the Father forgives you is the way you should also forgive other people too. If Father sent Christ to the cross and forgive you, you should also see that you can also offer forgiveness to all because the same blood was shed for you and them. Praise the Lord. We'll look at that another time, but we're talking about you for forgiveness, ask for forgiveness from the Father. And then, so forgiveness is important for us today, and because we are not perfect, and we must learn to clear the guilt and remove the sin from our lives. Let's go to First John chapter 1. It will give us more light about this. Let's read verse 6, chapter 1, verse 6, the book of First John. It said, If we say that we have fellowship with the Father on Him, 
and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ is on, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, it's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Did you hear that? If we say we have not sinned, now we are now righteous in Christ Jesus and we have been forgiven our sins. But listen to this. As Christians now, you notice that sometimes you do something wrong toward God and toward men. What do you do about that? How do you bring it up? Let's go back and read something that was prophesied in the book of Psalm. Listen to this. Psalm 32, verse 1. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Okay? He's forgiven us, he's given us righteousness, but he said there must be no deceit in our own spirit. That means... We must be able to own up. Look at next verse. Verse 3 says, When I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groaning all the day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. Now verse 5 says, I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause shall everyone who is godly shall pray to you. Praise God. Did you hear that? So he said, when I do and acknowledge my sin, I, 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 I began to feel uncomfortable. And I began to feel groaning within me. I feel guilt all over me. And day and night, I feel like I see God's hand is against me. But when I confess and acknowledge my sin, you forgive my iniquity. God said, if we confess our sins, First John chapter 1, verse 8 and verse 9 and verse 10. Verse 9 says, if we confess our sin, it's faithful and just. To forgive us our sins and to cleanse us. Whatever stain has come on us, or righteousness will cleanse us. So it's a vital prayer point to confess your sin. Now don't wait till tomorrow and then start remembering. Anytime you sin, that prayer point is fitting there. Oh God, I just messed up. Forgive me. I did something wrong. Oh, that's just lustful thought. That's just lying. That's just stealing. That's, that, 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 that's just envy. And then you acknowledge it and then you let it go. And you don't hold it to your heart. Let it go. And don't argue. When your spirit, when your conscience convicts you, that moment, just admit it and say, Lord, I'm wrong here. And get it off your system. That is important for you so that Satan will not have anything to accuse you with. And it, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Testify that God shed his blood through his son, Jesus Christ, and you are forgiven, and then call out that sin and confess it. And then Satan has no right to hold you to it. Praise God. You know, when you confess your sin, there's no more deceit in your spirit. Hallelujah. Let's look at something Jesus said about prayer. And this is vital for us to learn from. He looked at 18. He was talking about how do you pray well. Listen to this. I love this. Chapter 18, verse 9. Also he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. You know, when we talk like that, we think that, you know, I'm righteous. I don't do anything wrong. I don't have any reason to confess my sin before God. Let's hear what Jesus said about them. He said, two men, verse 10, Luke 18, two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. 
The Pharisee stood and prayed thus within himself. God, I thank you. I am not like other men. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithe of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, will not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, sinner. I tell you, this man, that's called went down to his house, justified, rather than the other man, the Pharisee. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. You see, you have no pride when you sin. Confess it. Look at this Pharisee. I fast twice a week, I give tithe. He's bringing to God his spiritual CV. <laughs> Is proving himself to God. But the tax collector just came and said, Lord, I'm a sinner, forgive me. He acknowledged his ways and his wrongdoings. You know, we are all but nothing except the grace of God. It's just Jesus that brought us in. We never qualify by our own merits. And we must acknowledge that when we come in prayer. Lord, I don't have any of my own righteousness. I don't have any of my own blamelessness. It is the righteousness of Jesus. It is the blamelessness of Jesus I'm counting on. And I'm coming to your presence in that blood. Cover and wash in that blood. Praise God. In that vein too, remember others who sin so you can let them go too because you forgive you, you can forgive others. Praise God. Glory be to God. We will see the other two prayer points of Jesus in the next episode. Thank you for listening.